This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast, which is brought to you by La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. Make sure you check out their website, latouraine.com, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. And then when you're ready to check out, make sure you use my promo code. It's three capital letters, A-H-S. That will get you 10% off your entire order at latouraine.com. This episode is also brought to you by Pick'em Wars, free-to-play sports contests, real cash prizes. It's simple, it's easy, you just pick the winners to all the different sports contests. If you win the contest, they pay you out in real cash. It's free-to-play. I've won before, they paid me out quick, I can definitely vouch for it. Check them out at pick'emwars.com. We also have Team Clicks, T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X.com. They have team branded with really cool, unique designs, sunglasses, and blue light blockers. Now, I write for a living. I write sports articles for a living, so I'm always either staring at my computer screen or my phone. My eyes used to get very fatigued staring at the screen all day, but not anymore now that I wear the blue light blockers. If you've never tried blue light blockers, definitely give them a shot. They worked great for me. You can try them now at teamclicks.com. Again, they also have sunglasses too. Very stylish, very cool, unique designs. T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X.com. And then use my promo code at checkout in all capital letters, Adam Hulse. Sports That will get you all of your best deals at teamclicks.com. That same promo code is going to work for you at fanatics.com. Fanatics has team branded anything you can think of, any sport, any item. They have it team branded. Go to fanatics.com, check them out, and use all capital letters. Adam Hulse Sports to get all of your best deals at fanatics.com. This episode is, of course, brought to you by Rave On Sports, the really cool, unique sports app. You can download it today on Apple, on Android, Rave On Sports app. We follow all of the action live. We comment as things happen. We battle chat with other teams. I host the Dallas Cowboys games on the Rave On Sports app. For anyone who's come and joined me on there, it's always a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you do before the end of this season. Download the Rave On Sports app and join me for all of the live Dallas Cowboys games. Another thing I want to mention before I get into this episode, if you're someone who's looking to get into the sports writing business, or if you're already a writer who's looking to expand his audience to new platforms, check out BorderFuelSports.com. They are looking for writers, ones with experience, one looking to crack into the business. They are a growing, quickly expanding sports writing company. Really cool website. They do a whole bunch of awesome stuff in the sports writing world. If you're someone who's interested in that, go to BorderFuelSports.com, fill out the application for employment, and then make sure you put my name, Adam Hulse, in the referral line so that they know I sent you. And finally, one last thing before I dive into week 14, make sure you go and check out the Field of Vision podcast. I recently guest spotted on their most recent episode. We talked about a week 13 NFL review. We definitely did some fantasy football stuff as well. Some look ahead, rest the season, next year for dynasty type stuff, and real football as well. We covered a whole bunch of NFL. Make sure you check them out in their most recent episode where I guest spotted on the Field of Vision podcast. 
Now, I just want to say, make sure you go and follow me on Twitter, at Adam Hulse Sports on Twitter. All of these great deals that I just gave you, all of my guest spots on different podcasts, everything that I have going on is always announced on my Twitter page, at Adam Hulse Sports. If you go to my page, the pinned tweet at the top has my link to the most recent episode of my podcast. In the comment section of that tweet has all of these offers that I just gave you, direct links to all of them all found in one place on my Twitter page at Adam Hole Sports. So make sure you follow me there. Okay, so with all of that being said, let's now get into this episode of the podcast. It is week 14 of the NFL season. So including this week, there are just five weeks remaining until the playoffs. The games are more important now than ever. It's make or break time for a lot of teams. This is the time of year where teams get hot and make runs into the playoffs. So keep an eye on who gains a little bit the momentum down this back stretch of the season it can probably tell you a lot about how these playoffs might work themselves out so in this episode as i have been doing i will be giving my picks for week 14 before we get into 14 let's look back at week 13 i entered week 13 with a 28 and 36 record i was looking for a big week to kind of get back on track after two rough weeks in a row of losing picks needed a winner in week 13 and i got exactly that i had a nice big week i had six picks overall i went five and one in those six picks i had the cowboys minus five over the saints on Thursday night football. They got it done in large part because of their defense. They forced four interceptions in that game. My second pick, I had the Lions getting seven and a half against the Vikings. I said it kind of felt like this could be the week that the Lions finally get their first win of the season, and they did. They got it done against the Vikings. Lions finally got their first win. I took the points, the plus seven and a half. I said that they could probably win this one straight up. They did, so that was my second win. Third pick that I had, I had the Dolphins. Dolphins minus four and a half against the Giants. Dolphins, one of the hottest teams in the entire NFL right now. I thought that spread was low for how well they've been playing. They covered pretty easily. They won by 11. Then I had over... 50 points in the Chargers and Bengals game. I said I thought that game would pretty easily get into the 60s. The total was only over 50. I thought they'd clear it by at least 10, and they did. They scored 63 points in that game, an easy cash on that over. And then I had one player prop as well. I had Deontay Johnson to have over six receptions. He's been on a hot streak lately. He's been being targeted double-digit times every single game. He was going over six receptions in most games. I thought that line of six was a little bit low, and he did clear it. He had eight receptions in that game. So those were my five winners from week 13. And then my one loss was a tough one. I had the Bills minus three on Monday Night Football. That strange game against the Patriots in the weather. Patriots only threw the ball three times the entire game. One of those crazy game plans from Bill Belichick that ended up working out for them. The Patriots got the win in that one. I had Bills minus three. So that was my one loss on the week. So after week 13, my record went from 28 and 36. We improved it very well up to 33 and 37. We still have a losing record on the season. So we're going to need a good final five weeks of the regular season, a good playoffs to get ourselves well back into the green. But it was nice having a good five and one week after 
after back-to-back bad weeks to get us back moving in the right direction. We will try to build off of that momentum in week 14, and I will try to do so with four picks this week. So my one loss last week was the Bills. They lost in disappointing faction to the Patriots, but I'm going right back to the Bills this week. I like the Bills getting three and a half against the Tampa Bay Bucks. They are going to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. The biggest weakness of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is defending the passing game, and that's kind of what the Bills do best, right? The Bills are a pass-first team for sure, and the weakness of the Bucks defense is covering that passing game. I think Josh Allen is going to have some success in this game. I think he's going to be able to definitely score points against that weak Buccaneers passing defense, while at the same time, I think that the Bills defense is going to step up like they have most of this season. They are the number two ranked defense in the NFL right now. I think they're going to be able to limit the Buccaneers with what they're trying to do. I don't see Brady going off for a huge game like he has most weeks this season. I think this will be more of a down week for Tom Brady playing a very good Buffalo Bills defense. And I just don't think that the Buccaneers are really built to defend well against the Bills style of offense. So these matchups within the game, I think that they favor the Bills very well. I expect a big game, a big bounce back, big performance out of Josh Allen in this one. The Bills really need a win right now. They're really desperate for a win. This is obviously a tough matchup in Tampa Bay against the Buccaneers, who have the second best record in the entire NFL. But I think that the Bills are going to rise to the occasion. I think that the defense is going to step up big in this one. I think they're going to limit Tom Brady on the amount of points that the Bucs are going to be able to score. And then I think Josh Allen is going to put on a big time performance against a favorable matchup in that Bucks passing defense. So not only do I think that the Bills are going to cover that three and a half spread, I feel like the Bills are going to go to Tampa and win this game, score the upset. But as I usually do, I'm still taking the points. They're giving me a three and a half point spread. I will take the three and a half. That is my first play this week. Bills plus three and a half over the Bucks. Okay, so the second game that I like this week shouldn't come as a big surprise. I really like the Cowboys this week against Washington. Now, Washington is one of the hotter teams in the NFL right now as well. Washington has won four consecutive games in a row to get themselves back into the playoff race. It looked like this was going to be a lost season for Washington. They were sitting at just two and six on the year about a month ago. They've now rattled off four straight wins. Some good wins too. They've won against the Bucks, the Panthers, the Seahawks, and the Raiders. So that's a pretty good four-win stretch for them right there. Their defense, which was so bad at the beginning of this year, has been playing much better lately. They've been playing a lot more like they were supposed to play this year, not how they disappointingly played through the first stretch of the season. But I just feel similarly about this matchup that I did about the Bills and Bucks matchup, that the biggest weakness of the Washington football team is their passing defense, and they have to play down. Dak Prescott and this high-powered Cowboys passing attack, which is having success against just about everybody lately. So this is definitely a favorable matchup in that sense for the passing game for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to be able to put up points on Washington. Washington has done a good job in recent weeks of limiting teams to scoring. On this four-game winning streak, the most points that the Washington football team has allowed in any of those four games has been 21, but I just think it's going to be a different story in this one. The Washington 
Washington football team. Dak Prescott, very familiar with that team, with the style of defense that they play. The passing attack for the Cowboys have been on point this year. I think it can actually still get better as the year goes on too, because Michael Gallup just came back a couple of weeks ago. Amari Cooper has dealt with injuries. He's dealt with COVID. So when everybody gets healthy again and everything gels together, I think that potentially the Cowboys offense can be even better down the stretch than it was in the early part of the year. And that's saying a lot considering that the Cowboys are the number one ranked offense yards wise in the NFL right now. So I do love that matchup with Dak Prescott passing against the relatively weak Washington passing defense. They were the very worst passing defense in the NFL for a lot of this season. Again, they've played a lot better recently, but I think that this could be a regression game for them in a difficult matchup against Dak and the Cowboys. And then when you look at it going the other way, I just don't see Taylor Heineke doing all that much against this Cowboys defense that's been playing pretty good lately too. In three of the Cowboys' last four games, they've allowed less than 20 points in three of those four games. So the Cowboys' defense playing better. They just got Demarcus Lawrence back. I think that's going to make a huge difference down this final stretch for the Cowboys' defense. Micah Parsons was already having a great year rushing the passer and doing all the different things he does. With getting Demarcus Lawrence back, I think that is going to make Parsons even better, and it's going to be putting offensive blocking schemes in a more difficult situation trying to block both of them because you can't really double team both guys. So Demarcus Lawrence, huge addition for the Cowboys. The Cowboys defense played great against the Saints last week. I think Lawrence coming back had a lot to do with that. Keep an eye on Lawrence and how the Cowboys defense can really improve down this stretch of the season. For me, that's something I'm going to be watching over these final five games. I think they're going to do a good job this week of limiting Washington's offense and Taylor Heineke. I don't think they're going to be able to do all that much against the Cowboys defense while I think that Dak is going to have a lot of success against Washington's defense because Washington's so hot right now and Washington's at home this line is low the line's only at four and a half a couple weeks ago the Cowboys probably would have been favored by double digits but with the recent hot streak of Washington them playing at home it's all the way down to just four and a half points absolutely love this line I think the Cowboys are going to win by 10 plus so I'll definitely lay those points. Give me Cowboys minus four and a half over Washington. Okay, so I have one more spread play this week, and I'm going all the way to Monday Night Football for it, and it is the game of the week this week. It is between two heavyweights in the NFC Conference. It is between the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. The Cardinals won the first meeting between these two teams. The Cardinals lead the Rams by two full games in the division with that game in hand in the head-to-head. This kind of feels like the last chance here for the Rams to get back in into the division race. If they were to lose this game, they would trail the Cardinals by three games with just four games remaining, and they would not have the tiebreaker. So in a sense, they'd be trailing by three and a half games with only four games remaining. Everything would have to work out perfect from there, which is, of course, highly unlikely. So this is an absolutely crucial game for the Rams if they want any chance to win their division. They obviously can't get the one seed at all in the NFC Conference if they don't win their division. They would be in the wildcard race instead. And then from the Cardinals' side, it is 
really their opportunity right here to win the division flat out. If they win this game against the Rams, all they would have to do is win one more game the rest of the way to guarantee themselves the NFC West division. The Cardinals already have the best record in the NFL. They're the only team with 10 wins right now. They are the one seed in the NFC, so they would have that first round by if the season ended today. So for the Rams, they're trying to get back in the race, while the Cardinals are really trying to put a stranglehold and take complete dominant control of that top spot. And I think that the Cardinals are going to be the ones who get it done here. I just think from top to bottom, this Cardinals team is a better team than the Rams. They already beat them once this year. I think how good the Cardinals are was even kind of demonstrated when Kyler Murray was out. He missed three games and the Cardinals still went two and one in those three games. The nine games that Kyler Murray has played this year, he's eight and one in those nine games. So this Cardinals team is for real this year. They got off to a very hot start to the season. A lot of people were still questioning, you know, like, are they just hot right now or are they legit? There's a big enough sample size this season now that the Cardinals are a legitimate team. They have a top 10 defense. They have a top 10 offense. They're good on both sides of the ball. They can run it. They can pass it. Look, like they do everything well. They don't have any glaring weakness. And the return of Kyler Murray, there's no worry about rust with Kyler Murray, right? He came back last week after missing about a month and he scored four touchdowns between passing and rushing. So he hasn't missed a beat. Kyler Murray leads the entire NFL in completion percentage, yards per completion, and passer rating. All three of those statistics, Kyler Murray's best in the NFL. A strong case can be made that he is the number one quarterback this season because he has those numbers to back it up. The Cardinals are at home in this game on Monday Night Football. Extremely crucial moment. And we're going to learn something more about Matthew Stafford in this game. I don't trust him yet in a big spot like this. His record in big games in his career is not very good. His record against winning teams in his career is not very good. Now the excuse is always made for him that he was playing with the Lions. And I do understand that. That the Lions were never a very good team while he was there. So that's going to skew that record a little bit. But now this is a huge opportunity for him to kind of change that narrative a little bit. Show that he can put on his best performance in a big spot. He's going to really have to step up on the road in a crucial, crucial game for all the reasons that I laid out for the Rams in this one. A loss pretty much means that they're not going to do any better than a wild card spot in the playoffs this year. A win does the opposite. It gets them right back into the divisional race. They would trail the Cardinals by only one game as opposed to three games, and the Cardinals would no longer own the head-to-head tiebreaker. That would kind of be a wash. So everything to play for this week with the Rams, I just don't trust the Rams or Matthew Stafford to get it done. My trust is more in Kyler Murray. I think he's going to have another big game like he's done all year, continue his dominance, and now that he's back, he's going to be a challenger in my opinion and get right back into that MVP race where it's starting to feel like Brady's running away with it just a little bit. He's the heavy 
odds favorite right now. If Kyler Murray can put on a huge final five games of the season, he can get himself right back into that discussion. I think it starts this week with a big performance on Monday Night Football with everybody watching in an important game. I think the Cardinals get it done. I think they're going to take care of business. The line on that one is minus two and a half. Not afraid to lay those points at all. Just win by a field goal at least and we cover that spread. So give me the Cardinals minus two and a half over the Rams on Monday Night Football. Okay, so my fourth and final play of the week, I'm looking at a total and I'm going to this Raiders against Chiefs game. These two teams just played a few weeks back. They totaled 55 points in that game. It was Patrick Mahomes' best game of the season. He went for five touchdowns in that game. Patrick Mahomes has had a little bit of a down year from his standards. Look, Patrick Mahomes is still playing fine. He's not playing bad by any means. He's still playing like a top 10 quarterback, no doubt. But just from his extremely high standards and expectations, he's been a little bit down. But he looked like him old self the last time he played against the Raiders when he went for five touchdowns. Again, that total was 55 in that game. And that was with the Raiders only scoring 14 points. So it was more the Chiefs exploding big. I think that the Chiefs are going to score a good amount of points again in this one. I think Mahomes just likes playing against the Raiders defense. I think he has a knack for putting up points against them. And then I think Derek Carr is going to rise to the occasion a little bit as well. And I think they're going to do better than 14. Last time they only scored 14 points. The Raiders offense has not looked very good lately. They have been sluggish. They haven't been scoring a ton of points. But to me, this game just looks like one that could turn into a shootout. I know that the Chiefs defense has been playing very good lately. Like, actually, they've been playing excellent lately, especially compared to how they played in the early part of the season. So I do understand how good the Chiefs defense has been playing and how much the Raiders offense has been struggling. But I think that those trends are going to end this week. Week. I think this game is going to be a shootout. The early start in Kansas City, one o'clock game. I think both teams are going to be amped up and ready to play for this one. The Raiders really need a good performance here. They've slipped all the way down to six and six on the season. They have lost four of their last five games, so the Raiders are really struggling right now. It's a big spot for Derek Carr and the Raiders. I don't think that the Raiders are going to win this game. I do expect the Chiefs to win but I expect the Raiders to compete, in particular their offense, and I think Mahomes will find success again against the Raiders' defense. This has shootout potential to me. I definitely think this game can get into the 50s again like it did last time. It was 55. It wouldn't surprise me either if this game reached the 60s for all the reasons that I laid out and just the shootout potential of this game. The total's low, probably because the Raiders' offense has been struggling and the Chiefs' defense has been playing well. The total only sits at 48. I think that's too low for this kind of game. Too low considering how high it got last time with the Raiders only putting up 14. It got to 55 with really only one team scoring. I think both teams will contribute to the scoring this time. I think it gets back into the 50s. So I'm taking over 48 in Chiefs Raiders. That is my fourth and final pick of the week. Just to give you my four picks one more time for week 14, I have the Bills plus three and a half, the Cowboys minus four and a half, 
the Cardinals minus two and a half, and then Raiders Chiefs over 48. Those are my four picks this week. I am 33 and 37 on the season after a big week last week to get things moving back in the right direction. We're hoping that momentum continues this week and through the rest of the season. Really try to get things rolling and back into that win column. Hopefully we do well with the four picks this week. That being said, that is all I have for this episode, which is brought to you by La Touraine, Pick'em Wars, Rave On Sports, Team Clicks, Fanatics, and Border Fuel Sports. All of those offers that I laid out in the beginning of this episode can be found on my Twitter page, at Adam Hulse Sports. There's direct links to all of them there, links to all of the different podcasts that I appear on, everything I have going on with my show as well, can all be found on my Twitter page. Make sure you follow me there, at Adam Hulse Sports. I hope you do that. I hope you come back next week for another episode of the podcast. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.